Hi, welcome everybody. It's Michael Patton. This is our first show. Uh, the, this radio show, this podcast is going to focus on NFL football. We're going to take a unique perspective, but also try to make it where we show the numbers of how you can make money in gambling. So I know that I'm a degenerate gambler. I like to do it. I'm a very small chump player, though. I mean, $1 bets, $2 bets, but I'm really good at it. Maybe because I only bet $1 or $2, so maybe that's the secret here, but I'm really good about trying to find the formulas. You know, there's three kinds of gambling. There's possibility, probability, and past performance. Stock markets, horses, and football games are past performance. I like those. Those are my kind of things. I'm thankful for this opportunity to talk football with you guys. We're going to focus on NFL football mostly, also fantasy football. Uh, my thanks go out to Radio IDL for putting this on the air, uh, using their studios here to put these shows on. RadioIDL.com is a wonderful place. They're going to take our segments here, and they're going to make it into a music show as well. So it's really going to be fun. So uh, download that program, Radio IDL, wherever you find your um, podcasts online. And listen to these shows. Um, they're going to be every single week about football. And uh, you'll hope you love them. So it's going to be called Pigskins. Unfortunately, Pigskin, Picking and Grinning. So I hope to make you laugh. hope to make some good picks for you as well. So let's start with the lineup this week. Um there's a few buy teams, and this time of year, you have to worry about that, and who gets to buy, who's coming off to buy, um, and who gets to buy next week. That affects a lot of the injuries. It's a lot of time of year. This is week eight of the NFL, so we got seven weeks of information to put together and show what we're doing here, look for trends. That's what we really do. That's what past performance means. We look for reasons why. What are these teams doing? What are they doing individually? Who's going to be the star? The idea of picking football games is like anything else. You probably make this script in your mind. How is this going to play out? Who's going to score first? What's going to happen if they do? Make some assumptions. Have educated guesses. Same thing with horse races. There's a lot of information there. Everything about the race. What are they going to do well? Are they going to bounce this time? Has it been too long or maybe too soon after their last race? Same with football players. If they played a Monday night game and now have to play a Sunday noon game or vice versa, a Sunday game that was hard on them, divisional opponent on the road, now come back to home on a Thursday night, all those things matter. So we kind of look at those things. But more importantly, what I want to focus on on my picks on football is kind of individual players, the backstory, what really happens in them. So we're going to talk about those things first and start picking some games. Um, the first game is Thursday night's game. I hope you see this, hear this broadcast before the Thursday night happens. If not, you can either think I'm a genius or know I'm an idiot. Either one. And I'm not the only idiot. I mean, it's a big city. Well, we work shifts. So, but I think you'll find fun. This is a great game. This is Baltimore Ravens at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is the worst stadium in America. I was there three weeks ago to see the Packer game. Four weeks ago, I guess. Oh my God, what a terrible design stadium and the heat and everything else about them. Tom Brady's the only good thing about Tampa Bay right now, I think. It's just a terrible stadium. I mean, they need to tear it down. Uh, the first, the fifth floor, the fifth deck all the way around was not connected from the end zones to the sides. So they had they had full time people standing there at the top of the fifth row of ramps, which is ten long straight ramps, not the little circle ones. And those ten ramps at the very top is someone saying, um, "I'm sorry, you can't get there from here. You've got to go back down the ten ramps and go around over there, and then go up the ten ramps over there." What a terrible design. So, well, Tampa Bay is a team. Uh, they're three and four. They're having reasonable times. Um, unfortunately, um, Tom Brady is showing his age finally. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the divorce. Maybe what's things happening in there is, you know, he's got a bunch of things going on in his life. Things are happening there. They're still a decent team in some things. They are fifth in points allowed. A good defense helping them there. They're third in the league in sacks. Unfortunately, they're last in rushing yards. They can't run the ball. If Tom Brady can't have someone to back up to and throw the ball, if he has to throw the ball 50 times a game, 
He's losing. And I don't think he can throw 50 times anymore. He doesn't mention Ben Gay in the locker room. Maybe get afterward to help him out. It's a tough place for him to be. They're 26th in scoring as a team this year. At home, they're decent. I saw watch uh, Aaron Rodgers beat him the other time when I was there last month. It was a fun game. They've lost four out of five games. But they're coming home. And coming home means a lot in the NFL. I'm a degenerate gambler. I look at all these temper trends. The team coming to play them is the Baltimore Ravens. They're one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. They're a pretty decent team. They win every other week, and they lost last week. So my trend says bet against them. They're not going to win. But they're sixth in scoring. They're fifth in sacks. They're third in interceptions. And they're the number five rushing team overall. And most of it's their quarterback, Lamar Jackson. What a great athlete. In fact, he leads the team. In fact, he's overall, and right now, he's number five running back overall as a quarterback. Has the most rushing yards, fifth most right now in the league. Just it's impossible to stop. He's quick. He's strong. Uh, he can break a tackle. He's really great. They do have some other running backs on the team. Um, no one's stepping out. They've had a lot of different efforts there. Uh, Justice Hill, the Tulsa boy. Uh, my son played with him in high school and in middle school even. Um, he's done fairly well for them, but not consistently. They just don't want to run the ball that well unless they get ahead. This might be the game they get ahead. Um, what really matters is a couple of other local connections. Um, one of them is uh, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is, this year I had him the number two tight end. I mean, no one beats Travis Kelsey in fantasy points. I mean, he's just a consistent as B. And he's a, a, a tight end playing a wide receiver position in an offense. And he's a go-to guy and really connected with that quarterback at Kansas City. But Mark Andrews is right there with him. He's, he's the next guy you'd have to save going forward. The real difference to this team, however, is this um, guy named Rashad Bateman. So, Ricky last year, he's tremendous difference in this ballgame. When he plays, they seem to do well. He um, Overall, Lamar Jackson has nine touchdowns and one interception in games he plays. In the games he doesn't play, he's got four touchdowns and five interceptions. He makes a difference with star athletes. i got to go with Baltimore in this game. It's uh, one and a half points. I'll lay the points. I think they'll beat Tampa Bay. I think they get some control of the division. I mean, five and three, and suddenly Tampa Bay's three and five. They're out. So go with uh, Baltimore. 45 and a half over under. Um, this is a low-scoring game. I'd probably defer that, but I'm not going to have a big opinion on that. Next game we're going to talk about is Denver at Jacksonville. This is an interesting game as well. It's in London, 8.30. So who do people in London go and cheer for? They always cheer for the Giants. You know, the Giants beat the Packers up there um, about uh, six weeks ago. Um, they were amazed. Every game in London, if you do the stats there, turns out to be a fairly low scoring with lots of field goals. The people in London, they're used to, I guess, their brand of football, and they just love the kicker. So they, they cheer so much for punts. So they really do. And long field goals, they're just amazed, the accuracy in these things. So I predict, again, a bunch of these things happen. Denver is last in the league in points scored. They're third in points allowed. I mean, really different there. So um, really, their quarterback, Russell Wilson, uh, Seattle got rid of him at the right time. His shoulder's not healed. Um they're second against the pass defensively. They're third in sacks. They've got a decent defense in this. Melvin Gordon's a fine running back. Um, Cortland Sutton's a decent um, receiver. He's definitely a receiver, too, in most fantasy lineups. But Jacksonville's a better team. They're favored by three. They're only two and five. They've lost four in a row. I think this fixes them. I think going across and over the pond. Trevor Lawrence was a great player. You know, he didn't ever lose in middle school, high school, college until, until he got to Jacksonville. Happens when they're the number one pick, you go to a bad team. But they're pretty good. They're, um, their defense is okay. They don't run the ball. They, uh, they're 27th in sacks, but they got a good running game. Trevor Lawrence is a good winning quarterback. I think they're going to cover this game. Uh, 39 is the uh, over-under there. I'm betting under. That's one of my best plays of this week, betting the under in the, in the London game, 8.30 in the morning. Hope you win some money into the noon games. 
couple more games we're going to talk about before we take a break. Um, Carolina Panthers at Atlanta Falcons. That's going to be a fun game. So um, Atlanta is an interesting team. Marcus Mariota came over there as a quarterback. They have a good team overall. Cordero Patterson, he's a receiver playing running back. Um, Drake London, a good rookie receiver for them. They're fourth in rushing yards. They're fifth against the run. Pretty good team. Um, they're minus four and a half against Carolina, and Carolina has a lot of problems. I don't want to just say bet the favorites this time, and they're a better team. In fact, if nothing else, if you have no other condition on there, bet the underdogs this week. Uh, the timing's week eight, the time of year, you know, bookies get paid on Tuesdays, and Tuesday's the first. So people got money on the 31st and 1st to pay the bookies. Bookies got buy their wives um, gifts and got buy their girlfriends gifts. You know, this is the kind of week that a lot of underdogs come through. You know, I think you'll see it a lot in college football this week as well. So Carolina just got their act together. They beat Tampa Bay handily. Uh, Baker Mayfield has not done well there. He's got as many two times as interceptions. Uh, Deontay Foreman's now the running back. He's not doing that well. They're last in yards. They're 28th in passing. They're last in time of possession. They're a poor team. And DJ Moore is their top receiver. He's there's not in the top 50, not a single receiver in the top 50 receivers. I mean, they're just a bad team overall. So, guy, I really prefer landing this game, but I'm not going to play it. I just think this is a, a weird game. Four and a half is just the right amount of numbers there. Maybe a game you do want to tease, you know, get six, seven points on top of that. That's probably a thing. In fact, I'll say that as a teaser bet with a couple other games later. Chicago Bears at Dallas Cowboys. Okay. I think I'll save this one for after the break. This is a pretty fun thing to talk about. So we got to take a quick break. We're going to have some music and some sponsors, things like that. We'll be right back. Thanks. Cause baby, two, two can't play that game 
that game. Put your hands on your 
minutes after last call The party's not over It's just leaving town So don't be disappointed It's gonna come back around But who said that a good time Ends at the end of the night Yeah, the party's not over So don't turn out the lights Tomorrow morning May hurt like hell But it's gonna be worth it as far as I can tell Cause I got me a woman She's all over me Sweet nothing in my ears I wonder what it could be The party's not over It's just leaving town So don't be disappointed It's gonna come Welcome back. Michael Patton here. The radio show is called Pigskin Pickin' and Grinning. So we picked the games. We already did the first three games of the week. Um, that was the Thursday night game, Baltimore Tampa Bay, the London game, Denver Jacksonville, and the very first game of the week, uh, Carolina Atlanta Falcons. Time to talk about Chicago Bears and Dallas Cowboys. Um, that's a great matchup. I really appreciate what they've done. Uh, both these teams are playing above what I thought they would have for the year. I mean, Dallas is five and two. Chicago's three and four and had been played last week. Excellent. Um, who knows how good they're going to be? They just dumped another player. Um, so in Chicago, they don't seem to win much championships in any sport anymore. So it's easy to dump on them. So and especially the Bears, you know, hate to say it, but that 1985 Super Bowl, you know, they had, uh, three rushing touchdowns at one yard and Walter Payton got none of them. The very end of his career, this great, the greatest running back of a generation and they forgot to give him the ball. So the quarterback got two one yard sneaks, McMahon and the refrigerator Perry got a touchdown. Oh, how funny that was for all marketing reasons. But 
They screwed over their best athlete. They screwed over the guy who got him there. They screwed over the guy who really was their franchise forever and ever. Mike Dick, they didn't care. So they've not been the championship since. They probably won't win for a long, long time. That's the curse. Thanks, Mike Dick. You screwed over Walter Payton. You don't deserve to win. Right now, they got a good young quarterback, though, Justin Fields. He's a pretty quick quarterback. He's uh, one of the best overall. Um, you see, unfortunately, he just can't throw the ball. He's really quick. I mean, he's dynamic. He can make linemen miss. I mean, if he can keep doing this. Um, he's an excellent team overall they're first in rushing yards and he gets most of them um Cahill herbert gets some um, they're an interesting thing so unfortunately the guy can only compete he only throw the ball halfway down the field um he throws no passes in fact um he's had less than 10 completions in half his games so he's averaging 13 a game i mean that's not enough to make it in the nfl um they just really kind of struggle with that darnell moody is a good young receiver i really like him he was the offense the last half of the year last year i mean i really hate him and he's got no t touchdowns because the quarterback can't get to him they're first in rushing yards. They're third against the pass. They're third interceptions. The defense is carrying them. So what's Dallas have? Well, they got Dak Prescott back. Um, they got a winning streak from the backup quarterback. Then that Cooper kid, they did really, Cooper Rush did a great job for them and stuff. They're second in points allowed. They have the second best defense, fourth against the pass. They're first in sacks with 29 sacks. Um, unfortunately, they're 31st in time possession and 29th in yards per game as an offense. Can Zach make the difference? There's rumors that Zeke Elliott's got uh, a problem. He got hurt in practice and may not be up to SAR, may not even play. So um, that means a great uh, Tony Pollard's probably got a great fantasy play this occasion. Get him cheap in leagues, you know, the daily leagues and stuff. I'm sure I'll play him for sure. So um, between Dak and Zeke and, and, and CeeDee Lamb, top receiver there, they're a fine offense. I think they'd be fine. Their defense will carry them they're favored by nine points nine points at home they're five and two this keeps them in the division they can't fall any further back from philadelphia they gotta win this game they gonna win this game by nine i don't think so i think atlanta's gonna be fine this is a tough game where chicago's gonna be fine i think this is a tough game i would say take the nine tease it and with that other game we talked about um, look for that 6.7 point teaser and just sit there and hope that chicago finds some reason some way to score over in his 42 and a half I'm picking the under. Another one of my top bets. Uh, two unders I've picked now. I picked the Denver Jacksonville under, and now the Dallas Chicago under. I really think this there's a chance that these teams can really stop each other or stop themselves in the foot. Next game is Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins and Detroit Lions. Miami's four and three. They're favored by three points on the road at Detroit. Detroit's one and five. Um, Detroit has been terrible. They are good offense. Jared Goff's been doing things well. Got a young receiver in Josh Reynolds. Jamal Williams is doing a fine running back, but they're, and they're fourth overall. But they're last in points, they're last in yards, they're last in yards per game, they're 31st in sacks, 31st in run allowed. This is the kind of game Miami's going to run down their throat. Raheem Mostert's going to be great. Miami's quarterback, two is back from all his concussions, he'll be there. Tyreek Hill is number one, number one receiver right now in yards. So Miami's a dynamic offense right now, and I think they're going to run the ball down here. This is a game where I think Miami's going to just take it to Detroit indoors. Um, 51 and a half is over under, probably an overplay. I'm not going to play it, but probably with the over. Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, the, the game for Pennsylvania. Where are these cousins, I guess, each other? So um, Pittsburgh stinks. Hate to say it, Trubisky's a terrible quarterback. Najee Harris was such a strong running back, and maybe they ran him too much last year, led the league in carries as a rookie. Um, now they're trying to run him, as, and they can't run him. They're behind every game, so um, they just can't get anything done. They're 31st in points scored, 31st in yards, 28th in points allowed, 29th in passing yards allowed. They do have third in sacks. They're 2-5. and five. 
Fancy him beating the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Fourth in points scored, first in possession, second in interception, fourth in points allowed, undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. If the Phillies are winning the World Series games, bet the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles are going to have, this whole city is going to be crazy. I mean, and this, and even the, the Flyers are a decent team this year. Philly goes, I think kind of happens that way. Some city works it together. Um, I like Pittsburgh. Um, just because it's ten and a half points, I think it's a lot of points. Philadelphia just keeps to have their undefeated season alive. That's all they care about. They don't have to win this game by ten and a half. End state rival. Uh, Pittsburgh scores some points. They keep this game somewhat close, but uh, within these touchdown or so. But I think ten and a half is too many. Again, possible teaser. Arizona Cardinals and Minnesota Vikings. Fun game there. Um, Arizona's three and four. Kyler Murray has been great in everything possible. They got a new rookie, you know, Benjamin running the ball. Uh, Marquise Brown's out. Their offense hurts. They're 27th in points allowed, 27th in sacks. I mean, they have nothing. The player I think would play in this game um, overall is Kyler Murray. He's going to be a re- great running back for this thing. But Zach Ertz is a, rec- a tight end. I think he's doing fairly well. His 11th year, um, so he's, his receptions are down. Um, yards per reception is down. They're the lowest of his career, however. So maybe that's part of it because the offense is that bad. Playing at Minnesota. Minnesota's three-and-a-half-point favorites. They're 5-1. and one. They're in charge of the NFC. If the Packers keep losing, this is their division. So they're at home. It's the loudest place to play. They got Justin Jefferson. They got Kirk Cousins. Um, they have a terrible defense. They lost to Philly. Um, they won four in a row since. So I'd say Minnesota wins this game. Probably carries the three and a half points with no problem. Next, we got the Jets and home against the Patriots. Um, Patriots used to be a good team. Got a good coach. Got a lot of things going for them. Got a big controversy there in the quarterback position between Max Jones and, uh, and Zappier. Both played last week. As Jones got most of the snaps in practice this week. Um, he's the guy they wanted to have. He's the guy they moved up in the draft to pick up last year as a rookie. They moved up great, great picks for this guy. He's got two touchdowns, six interceptions. Um, the running game, um, Stevenson, he's a decent, he's a five-point average, five yards a carry. Got four of the TDs. Jacoby Myers, their top receiver with 26 catches. They just don't have much offense there. They really kind of stink. Um, they are about 11th in every category. 11th to 20th. They're their most average team in the NFL. They're playing at the Jets. Jets are the uh, hot team right now. Jets are playing great. They won four in a row. They just lost their cool rookie. Bruce Hall was doing so well. 75-yard run that hurts himself on the next play. So he's out. They went and got James Robinson. I like Michael Carter. Michael Carter was a fourth-round pick the year before. Good running game. Um, Joe Flacco and Zach Wilson. Um, Wilson couldn't start the season, so Flacco got some good games in him for him. Um, got him at least there. Um, they won four in a row because Zach Wilson is the player. He's a fine one. He's a great rookie running receiver in Garrett Wilson. Um, Patriots are favored in this game. Either two and two and a half. That's very interesting. The Jets are the better team. They're five and two. Patriots are falling apart. Yet the Patriots are favored. What a trap game. Uh, be careful on this one. 49 half over under i have no idea what i'd play on this game i love the jets but uh, there's something wrong with this game i have no idea why but i'm afraid be afraid be very very afraid uh, Raiders, let's start the afternoon games. Uh, Raiders at the Saints. Uh, this is a fun game. Um, Raiders 2-4, Saints are 2-5. Um, this is going to be the highest scoring, one of the highest scoring games, I believe. Over-under is 49.5, play the over. I love this. Derek Carr's got nine interceptions. Uh, Josh Jacobs, the local boy from Tulsa McLean High School, got six TDs. Devontae Adams has changed this team. I mean, he's still one of the top receivers in all of football. He's, um, and, and this offense, they're third in point scored. They're 31st in sacks. The games they played, their last five games, 
the points scored in those games were 52, 46, 55, 59, and 58 and a half. Or 58. So now it's 49 and a half over under. Playing in the Dome in New Orleans. The New Orleans last four games, there's a point scored in their game. 63, 71, 56, and 50, and 76. This game is 49 and a half. My top play, play the over. There's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. I mean, you'll have to get calculators, get all the points here. I think both these teams can score in the 30s, 40s even possible. 49 and a half, play this game hard. Overall, hard to say who they like on this. Andy Dalton's playing for New Orleans. The, I mean, the Raiders are favored by one. It's a really kind of toss-up game. They've got a good, re- uh, the, the Saints have a good young receiver in Chris Olave. He's got 32 catches leading the team. They're seventh in points scored. Unfortunately, they're 31. 31st in points allowed, next to last. So give it to Danny Dalton. I mean, you know, he's spent nine years in Cincinnati, and the last three years he's been in Dallas. Then he went to Indianapolis. Now he's back in, uh, or he's in, um, in New Orleans. So he can play all. He's done well. He's got seven touchdowns, four interceptions. He turns 35 on Saturday. So happy birthday to him. Hope the Saints win the game. Okay, we have um, time for another break. After this, we'll stop, and uh, I'll give the last games and get some fantasy advice as well for our next break. So time for some personal and some music. Thanks.
Hi, welcome back. Michael Patton here, pigskin, picking and grinning. So we've got two segments so far. I did most of the early games, got a couple more late games, and then we got the Sunday night, Monday night game to discuss um, from there. Um, it's going to be fun. And then I'll end the broadcast uh, this time with um, some fantasy plays. Some people I think are going to be some sleepers, but also the very top picks. Um, I don't give fantasy advice. I, I play a lot of it. I really have played, I think I started the first league in Tulsa uh, 39 years ago. So played a lot, uh, played some fun ones, have all kinds of crazy rules. Kind of luck at it. I mean, there's three kinds of fan- football fans. There's the kind who like a good game. They like to watch football. They have their favorite team. All they always want to watch on Monday nights. Then there's a second kind, the gamblers. That's why I'm hitting today. We're talking about who gambles on this game. They care about the final score. But the third kind of fan is the fantasy player. They care about who scored. So we're going to mention those things as well. So a lot of leagues are touchdown dependent, so touchdowns matter. But I look for floors. I look for guys I know are going to have so many points. They're going to have so many carries, so many touches, um, so many opportunities. So have those are plays you want mostly in fantasy to win your leagues. If you're time for a big home run, we got some sleepers as well. So let's finish our games now. We got Tennessee Titans, four and two. They're favored by two and a half at Houston. Houston's one, four and one. Uh, Houston has basically played la- four of the last five on the road. Now they're coming home. I really like that. Um, I don't think that they're a good team, however. Davis Mills has been a bad quarterback. Six and a half yards per attempt. Can't throw the ball downfield. Seven touchdowns, five interceptions. Don't see it there. Um, Damian Pierce, their running back, has been okay. Been uh, kind of unexpected how well he's been. 4.8 average, three touchdowns. Their, their, their receivers stink. I mean, um, you gotta get that on the quarterback on Davis Mills. You gotta be so terrible about this. Um, Nico Collins is top receiver. Brandon Cooks is second. Nico has 18 catches. I mean, 18 catches in six games. He's the leading receiver. Um, I mean, no touchdowns. God, I think they're a terrible team. They're 31st in points allowed and they're last against the run. So who comes to town? The best running game in all of Derrick Henry, King Henry. Um, they're fourth in rushing yards. Um, he's fourth overall. Only a guy with touchdowns, but he just kills the ball. They really do well. They also stop the run. Um, they're fourth against the run. They have some problems. I mean, they're 31st in yards per game. They're 29th in passing. Ryan Denhill's not doing the job. They're four and two, but it's not because they're putting up good numbers. They're just winning close games. This game's two and a half. There's another close game. I can see them winning this by three. Robert Woods are the top receiver. No. No touch, no receptions, no, I'm sorry, no receivers in the top 50 overall. Thanks, Ryan Tannehill. You're a terrible quarterback. 
They're the better team, though. I think Derrick Henry is one of the top plays in all of fantasy this week. Play that man. Uh, him and McCaffrey are going to do great together. I think it's going to be a great game for them. So I for sure think Tennessee is going to cover the two and a half. Forty and a half over under. Probably lean to get the under. I can see Houston not scoring any points in this game. That's very possible. I can see that happening pretty easily. So, um, okay, after that, we've got um, Washington Commanders at Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts. Um, the Commanders, um, surprising. Three and four. No one would have thought that. I mean, they're not in the division title because the Philadelphia Eagles so well. Taylor Heineke is a mediocre quarterback. Uh, he's not made mistakes. They kicked um, Green Bay last week by him not making mistakes. Antonio Gibson getting some stuff. They got a receiver, um, Terry McLaurin. He's really tight. He's really done well for them, but it's a lot of short catches. Um, overall, they're um, fourth in time possession. They've won a couple games in a row. Um, both these teams played Tennessee um, last month. Washington lost to them 21 to 17, and Indianapolis lost to them 24 to 17. Indianapolis is at home. They're three point favorites. That's about where they should be. It's a good, easy game. Matt Ryan's has, he's fourth in yards. He's got nine touchdowns. Unfortunately, nine interceptions. Um, Jonathan Taylor, the number one player picked the most fancy legs. Disappointment. One touchdown so far. Been hurt most of the season. He's back. Makes a difference. And Michael Pittman, the receiver, 44 catches. I mean, this guy's a, a solid game. Matt Ryan is getting yards. He's getting the Pittman. They're just not scoring a lot of points with that. They're 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. Got that early tie. They're favored by three in this game. 39 half over under. That's because they're going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to run this over and over again. So Indianapolis beat Kansas City. I think they're the better team. I think I'm going to play Kansas City in this game. The last of the afternoon games is going to be Niners at the Rams. This is going to be national TV audience. Everybody wants to see this. Um, Niners, uh, Trey Lance, they're a big, they traded up in the draft to get him as a rookie last year. They have all these things. They had a great backup. They needed him. Lance is out for the season. Garoppolo has nine touchdowns. He's done pretty well as a backup. They had this great running back, Jeff Wilson. Oh, my God, he's falling apart now. So they went out and bought Christian McCafferty. Christian McCafferty, wow. I mean, the number, I think, running back in the last three years in football now has joined this wonderful team, the Niners. I say wonderful team. They have a lot of things. Debo Samuel, he's got 24 carries as a receiver. They're hard to do, but they've lost a couple games in a row. Um, they lost on the road to Chicago, Denver, and Atlanta. I mean, that's not very good. I mean, they just can't keep the win. They're, they're third against for yards against. They're second rushing allowed. Um, they're second in sacks. Good defense. Good offense overall. They're three and four. Um, they're one and a half point favorites at the defending Super Bowl champs. What? This sounds like something's wrong with this. That's, this gotta be a setup game. Yeah, be very, very careful. I think there's a lot here. Um, Matthew Stafford, six touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's why the Rams are three and three. How the Super Bowl champs go three and three? If they go three and four, pff, season's over. They got Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is a great receiver. Last year set records. Incredible. This year he's fifth overall. He got 56 catches. They just don't move the ball. 29th in points scored, 31st in rushing yards. They have much, Daryl Henderson been fine, but I mean, not top 50. So over under 43, I'd say I wouldn't play this game. Uh, one half point favorites. This is about that. It's going to be a touchdown less for both these two teams. I don't see this being a blowout. Again, good, good teaser game. I think I'll tease this one. I think I'll take the Rams at home and tease it seven points and get, you know, tease it with three other games there. I'll get eight and a half points. Gotta lay some money and do that, but I think it's a good play overall. Last two games. Sunday night game, Green Bay at Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Buffalo's the best team. Josh Allen's the best quarterback. 17 touchdowns. They're incredible at home. The crowds are nuts for them. I mean, they, he's got, he's leading the, the team also in rushes. He's got 47 rushes. He's got a couple of rushing touchdowns. He's too big to be that fast. He's too fast to be that big. 
He's so good, Josh Allen. I have him on my fantasy teams. He's got Stefan Diggs, Gabriel Davis. Between them, that's 10 touchdowns alone. He's thrown 17 with only four interceptions. He's got tight ends have three touchdowns. Isaiah McKenzie, the number three receiver, has three touchdowns. They're the number two offense, number first passing offense, the number one defense, number one against the run. How do you beat these guys? I don't know how. I don't know how Green Bay is going to beat them. Green Bay is playing terrible. Green Bay has done so bad. They're in a mediocre team in every capacity. They're 18 to 23rd in all offensive categories. Aaron Rodgers has 11 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. I don't see how because he's not making it this game. Um, Devontae Adams. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, um, the, uh, the great Aaron Jones, the great running back, he's got one touchdown. Great young running back. A.J. Dillon, excellent fullback, not getting carries anymore. He gets carries then down to the 20. Doesn't get any first downs. Um, I think their best receiver this year has been Lazard. Lazard has 26 catches, four touchdowns. Guess what? He just got downgraded. He's doubtful for the game now. Green Bay has no chance in this game. Over under 47 and a half. Buffalo is favored by 11. I cannot bet against Green Bay. I'm a cheese head. I have faith in Jesus. I can't do it. I can't bet against him. I can't bet on him either. This game. Gonna lay off, watch this game, probably drink a beer and think, oh my my God, how bad are the Packers this year? 47 and a half under over under. Um, I can see this. Buffalo could cover 47 on their own on this game. I can see playing the over on this game. Got to pay something. You have to pay Buffalo probably in this game. Leads us to the Monday night game. Cincinnati Bengals at Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati's four and three. They're doing great. Joe Burrow made the NFC last year. They did really great all the way to the, the, the Super Bowl. Um, he's, he's the second quarterback. He's at 15 touchdowns. Joe Mixon, great. He's 18th overall in rushing yards, but he's four and a half yards a carry. Only got one touchdown. Jamar Chase, excellent receiver. They're sixth in yards. They're third in, in, in passing yards. They're 19th against run. They're a decent team. They're four and three, have a chance to kind of push this division around. Cleveland's the home. I love home teams on Monday night, especially in blue-collar towns. The fans got drunk all day long. Cleveland's a tough place to win at night. Can't see it. I'm going to play Cleveland. They got the better running game. As much as Joe makes and I love, Nick Chubb's first in yards. 740 yards, eight touchdowns. They run the ball down people's throats. Jacoby Mercet, he's so decent. He's an 11th overall quarterback. Six touchdowns, five interceptions. Amari Cooper's kind of a bust there. They're seventh in rushing yards. Overall, third in overall and, and um, offense. They're third in time possessions. They're 28th in points allowed, 27th in interceptions. Bad defense. Let people score on them. Since they've got a good offense. This overhead is 46. I'm taking the, I'm taking the three and a half points with the Browns. I can see this being a field goal game. Just either team can win by a field goal. I'm taking the extra half point. Three and a half. Probably had teaser or something else. And 46. I mean, yeah, I'm paying the over. I know these teams are going to run the ball. They could be a low scoring game. Hope you've enjoyed this game, these picks. I'll finish off with some fantasy picks for this week. Um, looking at not just fantasy overall, but I think looking at the players, you gotta go with strengths, you gotta go with low floors, not high ceilings. Um, so if you want some of those, I think the low floors, obviously top quarterbacks this week, um, Josh Allen. Um, amazingly, uh, Jalen Hurts, I said number two, he's home against Pittsburgh, but the next two quarterbacks in my leagues is gonna be this Kyler Murray and Kirk Cousins. Um, they're playing each other. It, it's basically at Minnesota in a dome both these quarterbacks play them both i think they're going to be incredible plays um so i love these guys that's the over for sure if they're looking for a sleeper any dalton i mean he does well he's playing against las vegas they seem to get up stuff he's an old veteran quarterback he's in there. He's trying to save the team they get a good team around him he's going to have to throw the ball some i think he's going to be good um for running backs christian mccaffrey and derrick henry mccaffrey last week I mean, he basically got traded and has two days to meet his teammates. He didn't even know the linemen's first names, probably, and got in and got nine touches, 38 yards. Not bad. Got a couple of catches on the backfield. Now he's had a week to learn the playbook. 
He's going to kill. He's going to do great. He's going to probably get the ball 25 times for San Francisco. This is going to be a fascinating game, especially to get ahead. Um, this is going to be a big TV audience, and he's going to just dominate. And he catches the ball so well in the backfield. Great fantasy play. Probably the overall fantasy play. Derrick Henry, got to love him this week. I mentioned Saquon Barkley. Jonathan Taylor's back from injury. They have no chance without him in Indianapolis. I think if they get the lead, it'll be great. My sleeper's Tony Pollard. If Zeke Elliott's kind of hurt, man, be him on those fantasy leagues, put Pollard up. I think he's a great play. In receivers, Got to go with the strong ones. Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs. They were 1-2-3 starting the season. I think this week they're 1-2-3 as well. Tyreek Hill's right there with them. He's doing so good for Miami. He's really elevated that team. Rashad Bateman, that's the guy for Baltimore. He's my sleeper. I mentioned before how good he is with Baltimore. He makes him a better team, makes his quarterback better. A great young player. So look for him. He's still questionable this week. It's a knee, but I think he'd be fine for this. In tight ends, there's almost nobody in tight ends. Zach Hurts is probably my best play. George Kittle, of course. Mark Andrews got a knee problem, should play. Sleeper and, and, and Will Desley. That's a possibility. So I hope you do play a lot of fantasy leagues. Um, I do all the ones, FanDuel, DraftKings, and those. They're so much fun. You get to have a league and start over again from scratch. So hope you've had fun. It's been a great week eight. Hope you make some money this time. Uh, that's the important thing. Take these picks. Hope to do what you can. So we're going to post these on our Facebook page. We have a new Facebook page started up with this. It's going to, again, pigskin, picking and grinning. My thanks go out to Radio IDL for hosting this and making all this happen. So we'll have some wonderful times. I hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you watch some football games, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Good night. See that?